0: Top Gun. You're a high flying fighter jock, the hottest pilot in the heat of a battle. And welcome to Nostalgia, a chronological exploration of. Every NES game released in North America. I'm Mike.
1: I'm Joe. I'm Sean. And I'm Sam.
0: Guys, how are we doing?
1: Yeah, Excellent.
0: I'm pretty good, yeah. pretty good. I feel like I'm in the highway to the danger zone. Oh. I, wait, I, wait, why why a, do you feel like that?
2: It's like a reference <laughs> no, to the movie.
0: Today we're talking about Top Gun. <laughs> 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 so I just it's funny, like I always like to think that when I say what we're talking about, because it's the title. Of the episode, yeah, yeah. too. So, like, the viewers already know, like, we know. But I'd like to think, like, Sam just gets up and leaves. He's like, oh, talk oh. about Top Gun? <laughs>
1: I just heard something about a goose. So, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. But before, uh, we even start the episode or talk about Top Gun, I, uh, we received some, um, comments from, uh, a Twitter fan, Beefcake Barber, uh, in regards to Punch Out. Punch Out is my favorite game ever. Been playing it since I was four, and 28 years later, it still holds up. Guys, true or false? <laughs> uh, true. I have not been playing since I was four. So false. False on that. Okay, good. Xanik, um, it is so much better than the previous shooters on the console, and it's the groundwork for Gunnack. True or false? False. False, because it's not better, right? Yes. We know that it's not. We said the two shooters are better. Right? Remains right. to
2: be seen whether or not it is the groundwork for gun
0: <laughs> Seems like because Xanax Z- neck. Yeah. Nac, oh, neck. Oh, yeah. oh my God! <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> Tree. I love that. Uh yeah, I think I think I'm interested in Gunnack. I think Zanak wasn't terrible. Uh that was the episode that you were remote for. Oh, sadly. I remember. We yeah. were confused if you were even playing the right game yeah. based on the comments you made. And then uh it Gunak is actually, uh, according to Beefcake Barber, a top five NES game. So we right. gotta keep an eye out for that. What year is that? I don't know. Okay. We, we
3: should play it when it comes out.
0: We will play it. We should. <laughs> We will play it rather than just uh, watch YouTube videos make sure like we usually
3: do. Make sure everyone knows it was my idea when we get there. Like you can make, take when, me we when we, we play get it? That. Yeah, that we play that again.
0: Right. That's great. And I request that we play Color a Dinosaur when it comes out. <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward
3: to <laughs> Color a Dinosaur. I'll do that
0: without the NES. Yep. And uh, one more thought. When I was five, my brother's friend left Rad Racer at our house. I still feel guilty about being the reason his copy went missing. And the exact card is on my shelf to this day. It's- Well, not anymore, Beefcake Barber. Uh, We've contacted your friend. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine? It's like, here's a special guest. Uh, Beefcake Barber's friend. friend. (laughs) (laughs) No, we would never do that to you. I'm glad that you still have that copy, because that's like an important, like, I don't know. I don't know the reason why I own, like, over 800 video games. I don't remember one for every single reason, you know? It's like, some of them are just, that was a gift. Yeah. Yeah.
2: The the, the reasons were, were clear back then.
0: Yeah. That was a garage sale item that I bought. Yeah. It's, it's true always, for most of them. Those are always most fun. Most my NES Yeah, games. I have a lot of garage sale
1: finds. That's how I got Pokemon Snap. Joe, you talked about that on the first episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's,
1: where,
3: that's where, like, what I thought video games were. I didn't realize that there had been better we consoles for market. Yeah.
0: We called them all Nintendos. <laughs> <laughs> we called them video games. <laughs> all right, let's talk about Top Gun, the movie. Ah. Everybody knows that Top Gun is actually the prequel for the Need for Speed franchise. <laughs> Is it? Oh! Yeah. They have that line. Are you talking about not Need for Speed? <laughs> but Fast and Furious? I always get the two confused. <laughs> what he says is
3: I have a need for speed. And yeah, I meant a
0: need movie. for speed, the, the, the video, video game, game franchise, yes. but
3: I did say the movies, it's right? It's funny when <laughs> you said it, I envisioned the movies. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, I, I always get them confused, too. I always think that the Fast and the Furious is just a, like, like wow, it's weird how much po- more popular was. the film <laughs> franchise is than the video game's. But yeah, there's that line in the movie, I feel the need, the need for speed. That's where my joke was going, so okay. just disregard everything. that I, every, I, yeah, that I
3: understood the whole thing, because I have never seen Fast and Furious, played Need for Speed, or seen Top Gun.
0: Who All has right. seen Top Gun here? I have not seen Top I Gun. I have
3: not seen Top that's Gun. A, I wow. thought I was going to be the only one, because wow. I feel like that's like a okay. classic, everyone's seen it. Guys, yeah. this is
0: the kind of movie <laughs> I had that, the
3: VHS in my
2: house.
0: But. That's what I'm saying, when it came out on VHS, this was the kind of movie that you had to own... If to like to test your surround sound system, like your your family came over for a summer barbecue, your extended family, and
2: and then you the, all went inside and like,
0: watched Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, there's that point. It gets weird later in the night. There's like that point where it's like, oh, the gnats are out. Like you know, like we're gonna get eaten alive. This let's sounds all like go such a specific
3: in. story because this is my We never story. did this. We
0: did it, actually our our surround sound test video was always um the, the perfect Patriot. Storm. Oh. The perfect storm, you know, with the, when the storm happens, when it's the perfect storm.
3: <laughs> that's what, the, that's what we would mean, use. I don't, I don't know what you're talking. I know the movie.
0: I know the movie. I know I know what you're about. That's what that is. Uh, and then also, you know, if I have some other thoughts on Top Gun, I think like one, it is a good movie. It's yeah. a fun movie. It's not not great. It's not on the all time greats. It list. sort of
2: defines the '80s camp, though, right? Yeah, and
0: I think it it was a breakout movie for Tom Cruise too. Uh, the only other thing he was doing I at the time was
2: Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah he, was, the, he was
0: doing the color. Um, what is that with um, with Paul Newman? He had that movie about billiards, The Color of Money. The, the Scientology, shoot-ist. yeah, no, Scientology is a thing. universe <laughs> <Trumpers pool>. does <laughs> Lunar, Lunar Pool is one of the yes, <laughs> the video game. Uh, he he couldn't appear <laughs> yeah. in it for <laughs> he's for the a guy on reason. the cover. The, oh. It is it is the color of money for what it's worth. I do remember my films pretty well. That's a Martin Scorsese joint with oh, oh Martin Scorsese, yeah, with Scorsese with um with both Paul Newman and um I don't know why I'm like tripping up the like I feel like I, it is Paul Newman. Thank goodness. I got <laughs> nervous because anybody you know Newman's own lemonade. That's the same guy. I know. Okay, and oh. then Tom Cruise <laughs> yeah. is also in that movie, it's but he's also in Time to Lemonade. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Also, there's the Top Gun anthem. That's amazing. That that you know that that guitar solo and everything like that that holds up to this day and was actually in one of the Guitar Hero games as like DLC, and I played the heck out of it.
2: Right, but we're not we're not talking about uh,
0: Danger Zone right now. We're not talking about Highway to the Danger Zone. All right. That's a different thing, and that's also good, and also is in good. the trailer
1: yeah.
0: for the movie. You no, guys should at least watch the trailer. I've, I've seen the trailer. It. Most of the movie is conveyed in the trailer anyway. You're not missing much if you just watch the trailer. Another way to get by on movies nowadays if you feel like, oh, we're playing so many games based on movies and I haven't seen the movies, just watch like the 10 clips that are provided on YouTube by movie clips. That's the game. You know, and it's like Top Gun movie clips, one dash, you know, like one out of 10. And then you just watch all 10 and you get the story pretty much summed up for you. That's my little movie tip. If you want to get around going to the, <laughs> the movie, your movie clip movie TV. tip, yeah, good movie tip. Speed running movies. You're speed running movies essentially. <laughs> yeah. you know? I think that's like a thing some people try to do is like watch movies at one and a half times yeah. speed. And I'm like, why are you watching the movie? Well, if you're doing that,
2: if you're going from clip to clip, that's like an any percent run.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Very good. But it's not truly any percent if you can't just. You might as well just skip. <laughs> to the credits right. of the movie, like, like I'm gonna that's do a how, credits yeah. warp. That's how. Sound, yeah, that's how <laughs> it works. It's really just how quickly works. you can click to the last frame of the you, video. You start the you start the, the the DVD. You have to try and get through all of the previews and uh, the FBI thing and all that <laughs> stuff. You have to get through that as fast as you can, and then it's making sure that you hit right. And then scene select, and then go right to the credits and hit play, and then you're there. Well, That's I heard that. Tour. I heard that
2: like Top Gun as a movie was so popular, they made a video game out of it.
0: They did, and we're going to talk about it today. Thank wow. you. Next week on this. <laughs> <story. laughs> so this one, uh, you know, it's made by Konami.
3: Yeah.
2: We
0: like them. We Konami. like Konami. Like you know Konami. what else they made? Um, the Goonies too. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Goonies too. So okay, good. <laughs> you said that like under like, your breath. Like, oh, <laughs> Is that okay? It's okay to like the goodies okay, too. Good. I thought it was a a weird thing. A weird thing, right? <laughs> like great ideas yeah. executed poorly. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, like kind of like you know, if you ask for an an egg omelet and they, <laughs> are they there are other
3: omelet, <laughs> other kinds of omelets. <laughs> there's you know? a you can get an egg white. <laughs> no, I was thinking. I guess I was, yeah, I was
0: thinking more like you know, if you order an egg omelet and then they start including like. You know, onions and peppers, and it's like, great, but I'm actually allergic. You know, like, I didn't need those extra things. Just give me the game. So you just want an egg. I'm
3: still, i was still a little fuzzy on it, but I get it. No
0: one's listening to this episode. <laughs> <Darn>. <laughs> anyway, Top Gun. This is not even the first Top Gun game. Really? Yeah, there there's another one before this. Uh, it's a one-on-one dogfighting simulator with 3D wireframe model graphics. So... It's a little more like high tech looking than the like traditional sprite based. Br- yes,
2: but in the sky.
0: Exactly. This is <laughs> this is more like they you know in, in our Top Gun game on the NES, they're sprite based. Sprite based. Yeah. Planes that you shoot down in a, in a similar dogfighting scenario. Yeah. And um, also the gameplay was a little more straightforward in our NES version compared to the original Top, Fight, Top Gun game on the PC. Because that one had like a more complicated UI and tried to actually yeah. be like a little bit of like a flight sim for whatever a flight sim could be back in the day. That's cool. Can I get first impressions on Top Gun for the NES? Sam? Uh, so... One of the first things
1: that happens in the game is you see this really badass looking jet uh, on like I think it's the title screen or before the title screen or after or whatever. Pretty sure it and, comes right after. Yeah. And it's it just looks cool. And it kind of got me thinking of uh, of Jaws. And I'm thinking, like, all right, is this going to be, um, you know, a superficially good game based on a movie with like maybe some interesting mechanics, but doesn't really hold up? Or is it going to be like a cool game? Um but once I finally got into the game, I decided it was a cool game.
0: Thank you for that decision. That's
1: yeah. important. Sean? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I agree. This is a
2: pretty cool game. Yeah. Uh my my first image uh was just, you know, like the the title screen, but I really liked the the sort of reverbed um like snare at the beginning. It, it had a very like eighties mm-hmm. 80s feel to it like not not like just 80s but like that that retro wave thing that's cool now it it felt really cool um and then like the gameplay itself while i thought that it's a little rough around the edges in terms of like visual fidelity uh, it's actually pretty fun
0: yeah joe
3: yeah so kind of echoing the the title screen thing that we all keep talking about which um is that the I, i just I sat on that title screen until the song played, like, a full loop because I was so absorbed. Like, it's very, it, like, the, the titles, the the titles, like, cut to the beat of the <laughs> of the music. I was very impressed with that. But then while starting the game, it kind of evoked uh, a little bit of um, Star Voyager to me. A little, little bit of the, yeah. that simulation-y feel. And I was pretty surprised that, you know, yeah, like, like you said, it's rough around the edges. But I was pretty surprised at, like, how much it did kind of
0: feel flight simulating-ish. Mm-hmm that flight simulate E yeah I, don't know. I, I agree uh, I would even say look the reason why we're all talking about the title screen is because that is literally the first impression right yeah. like that, that title screen yeah. is, tells you a lot of things and for most NES games it's pretty bland right. you know it's just like the name of the game game A game B or start yeah. and another mode like versus so for this to have like that kind of involvement was awesome I, I was having a lot of fun during the dogfighting. It, it was a little bit of a learning curve to just yeah. learn your way around, but thankfully, when they say that it's a tra- your first mission is a training mission, they mean it. it. You're really not gonna like get shot down or die unless you're not moving your character at all. So I thought that was really nice to like actually get a chance to like learn the ropes and figure out like what's the difference between locking on enemies versus just shooting on them. Like how can I how can I best take down people? And I was just having so much fun that I hoped I never had to land my plane. And you won't.
2: <laughs> well, um, before we get into like the gameplay itself, I did have a quick tale from the manual.
0: I would love to go into a little tales from the manual. What so, do you got?
2: So, um, a lot of video games start with a little bit of uh, of uh, deep lore, and this one starts with uh, what it starts out as like a second person omniscient um, story of you, the pilot getting ready to get on uh, to get in your plane and do some really cool dogfighting and then somewhere in the middle it changes to a letter from the president like it starts with snug in the cockpit of a 30 million dollar war machine you ease the control stick forward and aim the plane's nose toward the center of the runway and then yada 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 and then Remember, the entire free world will be flying with you. If you succeed, World War III will be averted. If you fail, may God help us all. Good luck. Signed, Mr. President. He was just trying to set the moon for you in the beginning <laughs> with the letter. And then you gotta read the line. You gotta read the line after that, though. Uh, P.S. You crumple the orders and eat them. <laughs>
3: you know the president is just like lost it. It's like the Adam West president from Family Guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the mayor or whatever it was.
2: So I think that really sets the mood. I don't know if it's the correct mood for the movie.
0: <laughs> and and you play as Maverick in the game, right? I guess. So it's like, yeah, I'm just saying, like, is that in in line with his character? Like, <laughs> Would he, does, he eat, eat, does he eat paper in the movie? Or? I don't recall a scene where he like crumpled up a paper. a letter from the president. I don't yeah. I don't recall scene. a letter from the president <laughs> in the movie. So
3: well, I think this is just
0: Konami plussing things up for video games. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's the kind of stuff. Where if I'm a kid and I'm reading that, I'm like, heck yeah. yeah! I eat paper. Like...
3: <laughs> well, can I add to that too? Because when I when I read this after the uh, after this like intense intro, there's a big title that says "How to Play," and I was like, all right, this is going to get down to business. But then it still goes, strap in, Lieutenant. Like it, still goes, back it still goes back into the story, and then in the middle of it, it says. Uh... <laughs> You begin the mission with 3 aircraft. The game, if you can call war a game, <laughs> ends when you're just like telling you the instruction,
0: but like still just committing to this like I love it. This this act. I think okay. it's all very fun. I think it's a it's a little too much information, right? <laughs> Usually we just get like a little blurb or something. Yeah. This is just like, you know, paragraphs of of, of exposition. Yeah. You know, to set up a game that does a pretty good job. I I, I didn't have problems following along that I was like on missions to assignments right. to take down. Yeah, it tells like, you in the game what your mission is. Yeah, exactly. So I don't think I needed all this extra setup, but I'll take it. It's nice. Yeah. It's yeah. in the manual. Whatever, right. you know, so it's the kind it's of literature. If you're in the car on the way home, yes, reading the absolutely. manual and the story. That's a thing that is, is a shame that it's no know, longer right. around. But also, it wasn't exclusive to even this time period. I was doing that all the way up until like... Yeah. yeah, PS2. I would do yeah. that even when I would have my own car. Yeah, (laughs) I was driving a dashboard. Very unsafe. Let me read the manual. (laughs) At the stoplight, sure. They can't arrest you for a crime you committed years ago. Alright, so we're going to jump into gameplay, but first I'm just going to set up the objective again. If you guys notice, I have a new format for the objective section based on last week's episode. Good job, Mike. Seems like people like that, so here I'm going to do it again. In Top Gun, you are maverick and must control your plane in a pseudo-3D environment to dogfight other planes through four missions. Once your mission is complete, you must land the plane onto an air carrier. Similar games include Star Voyager, as Joe mentioned earlier.
2: I'd like to say that the similarity to Star Voyager is pretty, like... Okay, th- so on the surface. Yeah, I would like mm-hmm. to
0: say that, uh, similar to how... I'm surprised you called this one out, but you didn't call out the Metroid thing too much in last week's episode when I said that Super Pitfall's, like, Metroid. I think it's just more, like, genre and vibe and stuff like that. I don't think it's, like, the game is, yeah. like... The same thing as Star Voyager. I'm just trying to give like a reference point. I understand. Yeah. It's really so, kind
3: of like the way it control, the way it like literally looks. Yeah. We and also only like had partially like, the way it controls. It's not really a simulator. We really
2: only had like two first person-ish games and I think those are the only two. So I, I will
1: grant you that.
0: Yes. I, was, I, I wasn't trying to say that you're looking for other planets in Top Gun. <laughs> no, I
1: understand. There is like automated takeoff and landing though. in and like like In both of them. Yes, that's true. Well, automated... Well, to an extent. Like, there's a cutscene that plays when you're in landing mode. That's you know? true. Yeah.
0: Okay, sure. So, before we talk about landing, look, that's going to be a whole discussion. I know <laughs> it. I feel it already. Anybody who's listening to this episode has played this game knows it's coming. Right? They can feel it on the edge. They're probably skipping to that chapter marker right now. But instead, we're just going to talk about the dogfighting right now. Okay? What did we think? We're, we, we said in, the, in our first impressions that that was a pretty like convincing way to handle it on the NES. But was it actually fun?
2: Yes, it was fun. And I think it's fun because they didn't try to be a simulation. This is very much an arcade game that sort of has bells and whistles that might make it look like a simulation. Um, Because it's sort of like in that same realm of uh, uh, Tales of 3D World Runner, where you have this illusion of control, uh, like turning and stuff like that. But really, you're just always going forward. And um, if it were trying to be a simulation, you'd probably get stuck on trying to just center yourself. And I think that the simplification of a flight simulator works really well in this game.
0: And I don't know if it was just me, but, like, I started at a certain altitude and... By the end of the dogfight, I was like thirty thousand, forty thousand <laughs> feet. I just continuously move my aircraft higher and higher. Like I never um, I never went down. I went down sometimes. I feel like you need to, I feel like it's better off being well, like that, that's the thing. relatively that's,
1: low. I think that's part of the game. Part of it is is like feeling out if it's better to take on like the battleships that are in the water or the planes that are in the air.
2: Yeah. Um, I actually didn't notice too much of a difference between at least the look of the game uh, depending on your altitude. I know that like when you're doing air to ground combat, because there's three there's three modes: there's dogfighting, air to ground, and air to air uh, to sea. Um, I guess the sprites might be bigger um, when when it's on the ground or in the sea if you're lower. But I didn't really notice anything else.
3: I didn't really either. I rarely looked at like my altitude.
0: Yeah. And what do we think about you know fighting other ships, uh, other space spacecraft, fuck, like all over the place today, guys? Um, other planes. How did we feel about like that version of dogfighting versus like shooting against the battle uh, the battleships? And the it was Obama? a lot more fun. Yeah, maybe. I thought it
3: felt satisfying. Like it, it, it felt you know you you felt like you're hitting these ships. That that. that like, kind of basic, like, satisfaction of targeting something and then firing and nailing your shot. is I,
1: I did feel like I couldn't move as well as I wanted to. You know, like, my... Contr- not that my controls were stiff, but just that it wouldn't turn as much
0: as I, f- yeah, as I could. Yeah, definitely. I feel like a real plane might give you some some force on that, too, though, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not but, saying it, again, it's not a simulation, and I think that's to its credit. But I also thought, like, you know, it shouldn't just let me seamlessly, like, move completely over one right. way or the other. Like, the plane would give some fight. Higher mm. up in the air, yeah. I, I f-
2: think that it, a lot of it is just because um, going off of the like the illusion of control thing. Dep- no matter where you are, you're not going to be able to like avoid these guys. They, right. they spawn on top of you pretty much. Mm-hmm. So that I think that's part of what. Makes it feel like it's hard to control,
3: but you do have right. to avoid the missiles. You do and have to avoid right. missiles, yeah. And that—that's where I kept having that problem. Oh, yeah, I me I could too. Like turn or do something and, to get but it out away. But it's always and really as
1: long as it hits that square, yeah. then
0: you're uh, you're done. And speaking of the missiles, too, you ought, you have to select your own missiles going mm. into the mission. You know, there's a screen where you get briefed, and then there's a you know, like you have a choice between three different missiles. The quantity is different, but also I think the power, the power damage, of yeah. those is, is different. I always went with the middle ones. Didn't yeah, that's what I did you try anything else? I I
3: just went with the top one the first time, just thinking like I have more, and then after that, I went with the middle ones. And I that's what I did. Yeah, I I guess I didn't really notice too much of a difference in the power. Like maybe later in the game, it gets more noticeable. Well, when but, you're trying yeah. to go
2: to like air to ground or air to sea, the, like the battleships and the tanks may take more than one right. of a certain variety and die in one hit from yeah. another.
3: Mm-hmm. I thought yeah, because I thought with the oh, you think it's like. Like if these these missiles are better for battleships than these missiles No, are I, think tanks, that, or, yeah,
2: I think that I think that whereas the middle one may take out a tank in one hit, it'll it'll need two of the first kind, of, right. of the okay, less powerful yeah. kind.
3: Yeah, because I really only tried the first missiles on other aircraft. Yeah, me too. And yeah, I
0: and I mean the missiles work yeah, great yeah. on the aircraft. Yeah, uh, you know most of them pretty much guarantee like that that aircraft is gone. Yeah, just like you. Man. Yeah, and I mean, that makes sense too. Aircraft gets hit by a missile, you're dead. You know, like <laughs> I don't, I don't really know what to tell you. Uh, but also, like I always, I didn't mind that shooting was a was a valuable option too. Like you, mm-hmm. you know, it felt almost like at first I was the missiles. I was like, oh, the missiles are great. Like they lock on, they're gonna pretty much guarantee a hit. But then I tried using the shooting too, and it, it worked really well. The dog fighting in this is a lot better than Star Voyager's. Like, oh yeah, every one in one hundred chance you run into a dog fighting situation. This was really good.
2: Yeah, the I think the aiming was a lot more uh, maneuverable. I mean, whereas your 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 plane itself may not feel very maneuverable. At least you can hit the guys you mean to hit. Um, like going off of what Sam was saying. Yeah, yeah,
0: yep. And there's a lot of like the, they'll appear behind you, and you have to figure out like what's my best strategy. Mm-hmm. I I usually just try to like change altitudes and mm-hmm. and not like not, not like slow way. down. <laughs> you can't you can't slow down really. Well, I think you, be during uh, landing. But only but during refueling more, and yeah, landing. Yeah, right? refueling and landing. Yeah. So I I think like mostly my strategy was just shake myself as much as possible to shake them off of me, mm-hmm. and then... Are you talking about when there's a lock-on detected or when you see them down even behind Even when you? I see them on my radar okay. behind me, which is really cool. We didn't talk about the radar, but I think that the radar is very appreciated as well. Yeah. Because it seems to sync up pretty well, and that's like a hard thing to program, I, I imagine. like yeah. a, a radar that also corresponds with where the enemies are in the game, too. Because that's like two separate um, spatial awarenesses, you yeah. know, for mm-hmm. a game to register. So uh, I appreciated that. I like, cool. I like all this stuff. Seems like we're pretty we're, hot on the game, guys. Yeah. No, one's, no one's complaining. No, I think it was. Let's fun. talk about the landing. Okay. I think <laughs> we should wait to get to the landing. Uh, um,
1: not only because I, what's up? Sorry, no, I have something about the radar, but
3: Okay, yeah. Please yeah. say something no. about the radar. Uh
1: just I think that the radar is cool for seeing things that are coming up behind you and around you and stuff, but it's I feel like it's too wide. Like it, visually it makes sense to be a square, but when you're just going forward, and you really don't have the option to go left or right on your radar that much. Like your your dot is strictly in the center, and everything else is going to be in front or behind you. Yeah. So that it just kind of becomes really apparent when you're looking at the radar that you really can't move that much.
2: Yeah. One thing I did want to say, um, in relation to uh, the the lock-ons, I think it's really cool that it it has these things that'll pop up that will make you. Uh, have to sort of multitask um, because <clears throat> every once in a while in the game, you'll get uh, a lock on warning and it'll show you a graphic of your plane in relation to the, uh, um, the first person of a missile about to hit you. And you sort of have to wiggle back and forth to get out of it, to uh, get out of its way um, and I think when you're doing that while you're trying to hit other targets and also avoid incoming fire from the front of you, I think that that can get really tense. And I think that's to its credit instead of like a, oh God, I'm overwhelmed sort of right. feeling.
1: No, it does feel like, you know, you're kind of, you're on the really, edge of your seat. Yeah, you're yeah. on the edge of your seat. You're really battling, yeah. you know, the elements out there, not mm-hmm. the elements cause it's, <laughs> you're battling I mean, the weather. you're, you're, yeah. you're <laughs> battling the <laughs> elements, elements, that's elements down uh, weapons, uh, no, and but the, it feels like a dogfight.
0: Yeah, the enemy yeah. planes don't just like take it either. You know, they they do try to move out of your way when you're lock it, locking mm-hmm. in on them, or you know, they kind of like they don't zigzag, but they sway, They, they swoops. Yeah, they swoop. Look the yeah. like at that swoops. They yeah. do the swoops and stuff. I think it's I think it's all awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of all this. And I also think like what is communicated to you in the UI compared to that first Top Gun game that they said was more technical? I feel like this is. Pretty well, like, yeah, like you're, well um, established. Like you have how many missiles are left? You have your altitude, you have your speed, you have that little radar thing. I don't know what else I'd include.
2: I don't actually know what was included in the HUD for the original. Um, I it was. It wasn't.
0: There were no numbers essentially attached to it. It was a lot of meters going up and down. The game was more primitive. It was. It was earlier yeah. in video games. But I'm I just. Yeah. I'm surprised that some people, you know, like. I wouldn't want to play that game at all after playing this one. (laughs) This is such an improvement.
2: And then it also has a couple other uh, gameplay um, modes, I guess. Okay. Um, The first of which that you'll probably work with is the refueling which mm-hmm. sort of just happens in the middle of any level. I yeah. think it's just time to happen Well, you, to press
1: you press start when it happens, well, it, but when you, you run, out yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. run out of fuel. Yeah, I think it's programmed to run out of fuel about
2: halfway through.
1: And, and you can call it in when you have missiles that are missing also. Oh, right? yeah, it also restocks mm-hmm. your missiles. Um, and that's sort of like a prelude
2: to yeah. what we're trying to uh, get the hype up for, which is the landing <laughs> sequence. But mm-hmm. you have to, like, match speed and then... Uh, it's it's a it's a very different kind of experience like what did you guys think of refueling I, mean, I thought
3: to me it was kind of like like a little bit of a tedious interruption to like the fun <laughs> I was having um it was it was cool at first like the the way they handled it I was like oh that's that's an, that's like a workable way to handle what you're trying to, like, get to work. But after a while, I was like, all right, you're just putting the instructions... You're just telling me which button to hit on the screen. Because <laughs> right. it, it says, exactly. like, up, 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 down, down, faster, slower, whatever.
0: It's kind of crazy that they even decided to include something like that. Because to, to Sean's point, it does kind of, like... It's designed to have to interrupt gameplay at, at a point in the mission. At, mm-hmm. You know, like, you can't, right. you can't go the whole mission without... Where are refuel? the enemy
3: planes at <clears throat> right. this point? They
0: take a break, they yeah. take a smoke break. It's like a respect thing. They're like, "All right, he's refueling." Like,
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs>
0: like also like ships do refuel Yeah, yeah like right. so like that's a point towards this trying to be yeah. like more simulated, but like I don't know, I didn't think it was necessary. I did really like that ship though that it, comes over yeah, and it helps It definitely it nice. It's
2: it's cool. It but. definitely isn't necessary, but I just like the the detail. Uh, yeah, I just like yeah. the the immersive touch. I am just saying.
3: Ima- I imagine that in the '80s, I would have been like, I would have loved it because of how much more immersive it is. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: right, yeah. isn't it shocking that there wasn't like a like a flight simulator controller specifically sold yeah. with this game? Yeah, like you know, at this point, we've gotten specific controllers for like even Arkanoid. So right. how do we not have That's one right. for this flight simulator? I think it's just funny. Yeah, but we we have to start complaining about something. <laughs> We're known as the people that complain and. Uh, before we get into the landing sequence, I think a complaint that I have about just the game overall is that the missions. There's only four of them, and they're not they're not really different enough. Like the setting changes and the you know the look of things changes, but it's not enough for me to say that like this was a full retail game at, at any point. You know, like it's fun now as like an arcade shooter thing. But this was designed for home consoles in mind, and I don't really know if it like if it sells enough. I don't know if there's enough there. It feels a little bit like it's
3: a it's a one time experience. I mean, you might want to play it again at some point, but it's not something you're gonna you're gonna be like, ah, oh, what am I playing now? I'm playing, you know, I'm playing through Top Gun. It's like you play it once. I don't. You know. might play it again. I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't go back to it that much.
2: I mean, I I have my own complaints about the game, but I don't think that the length of the game is really too much of a concern because I mean, I would never say that. This should be an excuse for a game, but I think the length comes from the difficulty. This is a hard game.
0: It's a it's a hard game. After I, I think, like yes, the landing we're gonna talk about it, but also like I think, like yeah, the later missions are hard. But I, I'm not even saying that. I'm saying there they've nailed this dog fighting thing. But that's that's the game, right? Like mm-hmm. that's that's just the loop over and over and over again, and that would be fine. Like you know, if you know, in shmups we complain that there's no. Uh, like you know like where are the power ups what mm-hmm. what what's the enemy variety like in this game this is this is all you get like we're not there are no additional power ups there's no like you know other than missiles this time I'll take some you know I'll take this instead or like well I think
2: that in when it comes to shmups like that is such a crowded genre that you have to stand genres. out in some way mm-hmm. whereas I I mean yeah there were other flight sims out on different consoles but this is the first kind of game that we've played Aside from the very slow-paced Star Voyager. Right, but I guess what I'm
0: saying is if there was only one shmup on the console, right? Just like, oh, this is our... We'll say this is our first dogfighting game, right? Mm -hmm. If there's only one shmup on the console, you're not going to give it a pass for not having power-ups, right? You're going to say, like, oh, this gets pretty redundant after seven stages of this.
2: If it wasn't already established with prior games that power-ups were to be expected, I don't know if I would... Interesting. Go one way or the okay. other. I think
0: just knowing where we are now in in 2019, like knowing that where games are, I just feel like I wouldn't accept Star Force as like the first shmup on our system. And I'm just saying, like, I think like Top Gun is a great like start for this kind of genre, but it doesn't offer enough variety to okay. keep me to keep to keep me entertained for long enough. It's like, fun, it's funny. I, it's, I liked the dogfighting. I didn't think like it was something that was gonna like I'm gonna play this for hours on end. Okay.
3: This is kind of reminding me a little bit of the conversation we had about Star Force, where I know I kind of felt like, you know, none of us really cared for Star Force, but I did feel like there might be people who just want to play just shmup exactly like the, the core of that, like, just want to see how good they are at that. And I can see people playing this game for that reason too. Yeah, just getting really good at Just one getting really thing. good at just be, just literally to the the basics of flying this plane and shooting at targets. Pseudo 3 NES crash. S- <laughs> Right. Well, for- if
1: you have nothing else, I think that I mean, I don't know that's what we've been saying, but even still, I think that it's the kind of game that you could just enjoy the simple gameplay loop over and over again.
3: That seems That like, is right. the selling
2: point. Like yeah. this is giving you what you wanted when you bought the game, right? I
3: think. Right. But I so I, I think that there's just like a it's just like a preference thing. Like it's if if you want to just Played this flight simulator over again, but some. But some. I think there are you know the same amount of people, if not more people, that would be like, well, I, I want more to this game after playing this for a little while. Now I want something else or I'm bored. Unless yeah. you're trying to like. I just think about what score.
0: the and other like, movie games have offered so far, and I just think <laughs> like Top Gun is giving great gameplay for a few minutes, you know. A few minutes. Are you are you serious? Yeah, I'm not being serious because I think that like look, what I'm saying is is that there's no way that this is going to keep me entertained for an extended period of time once I've seen it all. Okay. Once I once I've seen this dog fighting thing, right? There's there's no like there's nothing new to experience in this game once you've seen that. Okay. Once you've done the dog fighting and once you've realized how hard the landing is, that's the game, baby. That's like that's okay. it. But
2: like, you, is are there are there new things in any in, in even like the the good schmups? Like the, the the core gameplay loop is the same in those as well.
0: Yeah, but I think like the le- like for Stinger, each each level had different enemies come through every single time that changed their patterns and acted like differently and became increasingly harder. And you had to navigate. You had to figure out like how do I apply the skills I just learned in level five with these new harder enemies in level six? Okay. And also, you know, your power ups. They stack over time, and I'm pretty sure, like, for someone in the Stinger level, you're going to want to, like, increasingly get better powers. It's like Gradius. You don't start off with this awesome ship. You have to build it as you go, and yes, it's crushing when you lose it, but it is something that, like, as the game progresses, you get this awesome thing. It's not like by the end of the first level, you have a thing with two barriers... Uh, two options and extra things should get you the missiles. It, you don't have all that. Yeah. At well, the you do. First, You get
1: ranked things. at the end of your levels, though, for your your kills, though, right? Like your start, yeah. your mm-hmm. star mm-hmm. count. Yeah. So I feel like that's something. That's like something you can
0: aspire to. That's inspiring to do. I think, like, yeah. yeah, that's like that's our high score talk always too. Like we always right. talk about how much. But I think, like,
3: yeah, I think that's great. Yeah. I, I think that prevent that
1: creates a like a
3: replay value. To I, it. I think I sit somewhere like right on the fence here between like between these two arguments where I do feel that if they're not going to include more in the way of power ups and that kind of thing I I want more game than that's going to at least change where I am and what like something about how it's playing but that's me personally um but you know if we also want to talk about other things that like we found as points against this game another thing we sort of already talked about it but we didn't really talk about it as a negative is once you realize that that these other these enemy planes and stuff are not exactly necessarily in, like, real space around you, they're kind of spawning Mm -hmm. and stuff, that makes it sort of, for me, lose a little bit of that charm. Once I feel like that's one of the things that makes it, for me, like, less... This might be, like, a really meta way of putting it, but, like, less enjoyable for me to play it because I know that I'm not actually turning and finding the the game is really controlling a lot of where I am. Like, and there's, other road than your the rank, there's
0: no consequence for letting those planes fly off into this and another set of planes is going to come from behind you again. Right. Sure. Right. You know, soon. True. It's just like those planes have it yeah. what it is. I almost think like, what if this took like a, a radon bungling bay approach? Not like in the sense of it's an open world thing where you right. can explore the whole thing, but just in the sense of like, there's a base that has like a lot of, you know, like, like, it's growing. The longer you take to destroy it, the stronger it gets. It has an armada. You have to take out the armada before they get out of the blast radius zone, right? Like, if they, if they go too far, you won't be able to stop them and then the mission's over that way. But also, you have to make sure you take down the base at a certain point before it becomes too strong. Like, that's a, that's an interesting right. I, thing yeah, that I, I would have liked yeah. to see done here rather than just you know, take down the ships, take down like take down your targets. I think it's cool. Well, I mean, I, in any,
2: <clears throat> if we're talking about that, you can just let the them fly by you, and there's no consequence. Like, is that not the same in Gradius? You can let any, you can just
0: you have to dodge them
3: though in that but, one. But like this, exactly, this, like yeah. you were saying though, this is presenting itself as like you a still flight have to simulator. Dodge things. But but this is presenting itself as a flight simulator and, and making it. And when when you don't know this. When you don't realize what it's actually doing, it does feel like yeah, like I'm flying this plane, I'm really controlling it. Once you realize what it's actually doing, then it's like, well, okay. So it, I was I was excited because of how like simulatory this felt, but now I'm like, well, I'm not really in control of 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 a lot of this. Yeah, you're and, and not that, you're yeah. not in
2: control of the specific places right. that you can go, but you your input is still yeah. Like what? Right. What causes you to either get hit by a missile or dodge a missile? Right, and I'm not
3: disagreeing with that. I'm just saying yeah. that it's the part, it's the the aspect where it feels like you're flying a plane, and that and like you're turning to find the enemies and all that. That's that's really cool at first until you realize that like oh, you're not really the, the enemies will just spawn where they spawn. And you have to dodge them. Like you don't have to really worry about where you're going. You're not trying just, to find. Yeah, them. You're, you're you're traveling relative to the enemies. Not like in a real thing where you're traveling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that that's, you know, and I think that's like at first you really enjoy it. And then once you realize, which all the listeners here are now robbed of the chance to not realize, to have the time <laughs> before you realize. But um once you realize that it, I mean, you could... You could go either way; it's just personal preference. But for me, once I realized I'm a little bit like, uh, okay, well, it's not quite as cool. You're as kind I of looking was. for
0: something more like, you know, much later games, Ace Combat, where it's right. like there are, there are specific planes in specific locations that yeah. you have to track down and find. Right. And I, 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 again, I don't expect that here because I'm just impressed that they're even able to sync yeah. up a radio, uh, you know, a radar and right. this. And to be clear, I, I wasn't I wasn't looking for
3: that experience until I came in and it, and it fooled me into thinking I was having that experience. Yeah. And right. And so, so I, I wasn't expecting like the NES games have to do. This crazy shit like No, stuff. I agree. I, but I just thought once I once it tricked me and then I was like, wow, that's amazing, and then I was a little bit like, oh okay, I see what it's doing.
0: We can get into the landing then. Let's talk about uh, basically at the end of a mission when you complete it, and this happens in the training mission too. You are uh, told that you're going to initiate the landing sequence, and then where your radar was, now there's like a series of instructions to move in certain directions or um, change your altitude. You know, yeah, change yeah. your altitude or slow your speed or increase your speed. It's a little unfortunate. That it's all conveyed on the same exact screen because sometimes it feels like I need to be moving left and slowing down. And you only, you know, you're when you are engaging in the landing sequence, you're taking time bomb, you know, you only have a limited amount of time. And this is before rewind, you know, like <laughs> if you're playing this game on a real NES, once you, once you kind of like commit to a certain thing, you might be too far off from ever being able to actually land it. If you're down to like your final thousand feet and you're not like in a great position. You're not really, like, savable at that point.
3: I-, I feel like even if you are doing great, and at the last second, you're one tiny input off. Like, it's, I felt, every time, I felt like, wow, I'm doing great this time. Like, this is going to be great. And then,
2: what would you guys say your I, your success rate was?
1: I did perfect every yeah, single time. so did I. <laughs> I had no problems with really? landing at all.
0: For real. I'd say, yeah.
1: I'd say. I thought landing was fun. It was, like, intense, and you're really in it, and... I think that it's annoying that it's all kind of all the information stacked on top of each other. And if they had some kind of UI instead, uh, like arrows on the screen or symbols or something, I think maybe that could have worked better. But honestly, I I was having a really good time with it. I'd say fifty
3: percent for me. Yeah, yeah. I can't help but But agree. But not necessarily it's the game's fault. I mean, I I did think it was a fun segment. I don't
0: know. I I kind of feel like it is the game's fault because I agree with you that like if you're a little bit off, you're you're done. Like you're you're not. It's not. It when it goes to the. I like the portrait view of it coming yeah. in at the end, i am I'm I'm done if I had, if I wasn't perfect right. when it was time for well, the cutscenes. You guys cute. were
2: aiming for the numbers in the manual, right? Like the two eighty and two hundred? Oh I didn't read that. Nope. Oh really? Yeah.
0: Yeah,
3: no, I, was yeah I wasn't I was, wasn't reading I was, the manual. I was for just that. reading oh. the, the on-screen prompt, so maybe that was my, my problem. Yeah.
2: yeah. I I was mean, re- if your airspeed is is two eighty and your altitude is two hundred, or about like I think give or take, like forty. Uh, then you'll always land. I, I oh, guess wow. I didn't. Th- think I was about just kind of
1: like listening. I was. I think that the sounds are really cool during this part too, because you can hear your plane. Uh, your plane. Uh, really like the end. You can hear the engines in your plane power down or uh power up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I it. Uh, and it kind of so it, I think it creates this really cool sense of urgency when it says you're too low, and then you hear the plane <laughs> like <laughs> start to uh. You know, you hear the engine start to roar as you try and like, make, or you're too slow. You need to, yeah, uh, yeah. You need
0: to power up. I, I don't know. No, I, I, I thought it was really. I cool. think knowing that there is an altitude and speed to hit, I think that probably could have been communicated better than the manual. But it almost makes me wish that that was like information that was on that HUD. You know, in addition to like maybe in the starting section of the landing sequence, like you know, don't forget 200 uh, 200 miles per hour is like what we're shooting for. Or something you know, like information like that. But I did really like the sense of urgency that you get, and I kind of feel like why is it so urgent to land this plane and so hectic? But the dogfighting felt more relaxed than this. You know, yeah. like I wish that they would have taken what taken their audio cues and even just like this these alert notification systems. Like it feels like it would have been really cool if they would have done more with that. I mean, I know they tell you when you're locked on and you can kind of see the missile and stuff like that, but I would have just liked more of that throughout the entire dogfight to kind of make it like a Clutching your controller, kind of thing. Like even when even when other enemies aren't on the screen, it would just be cool to have like they're you know they're coming or something like that. Like knowing. Well, I feel like I had that sort
2: of. That's what I was describing. That I was. It was a pretty tense experience with all the the stuff happening around you. Um, but you've seen the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Is there like a landing scene?
0: There's no like, I mean, like, let me put it this way. Yes, there's the landing. There's like, no like hectic landing yeah, it's like scene where it's like, it's like, I can't land this ship yeah. <laughs> because
2: like in the like they do describe it as like everyone that's that that flies these planes knows that the most tense moment is landing, and mm-hmm. I I just didn't I thought maybe it was in the movie.
0: Like you would yeah. think that like your wing was like like maybe a little chip during battle or something, <laughs> yeah, and now yeah. it's like I don't know. We're gonna be able to land this <laughs> thing, buddy. You know, it's like also I mean. The consequences seem very dire, but, you know, I, you're landing in, in water at the end of it. So theoretically, if you can just straighten out the ship a little bit, you you know, you crash, <laughs> but it's not like a certain death. Uh, yeah, uh, no stakes at all <laughs> in this no. I mean, look, I'm talking about like you, you're not going to go, you're not going to go into it like that. You have enough time to continue to slow 200 miles per hour is off the table now, right? You can, can progressively slow down even more and more. You have if Sully can do it in, 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 the, in the Hudson River, and you have the entire Soli. ocean at your at your display. I feel like you can do it. But he's they're going away. you know what? It's I thought all right. that was a special case. Also, yeah. That's right. I'm just saying, either Sully is like a superhero uh, air, air you know like air Hi. pilot, which I think you know yeah probably there's a there's a debate the there. I think like, that was the case. Probably. Yeah, but also like I just feel like, you know that's like such a small target, and here we have like. Right, you know, but you get it's this a whole pilot—it's
2: going that much faster.
0: Yeah, but like, also, why don't why why don't you have a chance to just kind of like, okay, we're gonna do several passes of slowing down. Like you've seen that at you've seen <laughs> that at. Yeah, our, so you're already you're there, Yeah, this is
3: like you're, you're at the ground. Down. That's when it's like the problem. No, I know, is, is but what like I'm you're saying is, if
0: you see this at at like regular uh, airports too, is like sometimes your pilot won't like they will right, skip over well, the pilot. a I, and, I, and I'm
3: not a, I'm not a pilot, but I feel like. If if you're at the point, if you're at a point where you're like, yeah, I better circle around, you're much higher. Like once you're at this point where you're gonna crash land, you're like, yeah, this yeah, is this no, is like, after
0: you
1: already circled around a couple times. Yeah, this is this is
3: my guess is where you're like, you came in for a landing. There's no yeah. there's no turning back now. You're too close to the ground. I came in
0: for a landing at 900 miles an hour. Well, that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's on you. View, view, that's you no. I'm, you guys are missing. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the mission is now over. The landing sequence has just started. What is the urgency to make it the small time frame that it is? I'm saying that they've oversold the urgency of the landing here in the game. Because you would have, if the mission is truly over, right? If the enemies are gone, you would have time to slow down, take your time. I, think I, think you're right. I thought we were just just do. I like approach. you were
3: landing. I thought you were just saying like, if you realize you're just about to crash, just no, circle around. That's not. That I'm yeah, I'm saying. not saying right before that cutscene. <laughs> I'm
0: talking about that moment. I'm talking okay. about the moment where now the mission's over, and all of a sudden you're like, okay, great, mission's over. You got 20 seconds to get to the air carrier.
2: <laughs> I don't. I don't think I, that's what that is. I think that's just like the the. Any kind of plane. Landing a plane, especially on such a small target as an aircraft carrier, is a tense thing. And that's all it's trying to communicate.
3: And I think
1: it did it well. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, do think I, it, I honestly have no well.
3: problems with the landing sequence. I, I do think it did it well as far as creating tension. I do have a funny little anecdote, which I don't know if you guys, <laughs> Sam and Sean, did you guys see the like death animation? No, of this at I all?
2: haven't, no.
3: I just thought it was, it was almost like a little comical <laughs> the way it plays <laughs> off because it's like... You're coming in and it is really intense. And you're like, okay, up, 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 down, 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 low. And you're like, it's like first person. And then like right when you get to the point you're about to land, it just <laughs> cuts to this wide angle shot. It's like really like extreme wide shot. Yeah. And your little plane in the distance just it goes... Pew. It's like a tiny little explosion. <laughs> and it's like not intended to be comical, but I thought it was funny. Um, but I will say that I, I think the landing ce- sequence was intense. But I feel like after playing this game for a while, maybe I, mean, I don't think I played it long enough to get this experience. But after a while, I think I might want to be like, All right, I just want to play more dogfight game and not go through this really long landing sequence every time. Mm-hmm. But but I, you know, it did convey the intensity.
0: I will throw out for the listeners of the podcast because I do know this is this is a big thing: is that you're not alone, in that the landing sequence was was borderline impossible for me, and I think that that is shared through. Like, this is, like, a meme thing of the landing. The Angry Video Game Nerd covered it pretty well about the landing being, like, almost impossible. And every comment on this Nintendo Complete YouTube video does say, like, Wow, I finally got to see what the landing looks like, you know? <laughs> or, wow, uh, all I ever wanted to do was land one time without <laughs> crashing. Love the game. Never pass the landing sequence. Oh, my first ever rage quit was due to that landing sequence, memories, all those things of so I think like no, they're I, not alone if they think that like
2: I get it. I'm just, my my message to them is to just get good.
1: Right. Yes. Yeah. I honestly I thought it was it, not that it was easy. It was I'm like, i very
3: but good at video. Games, it was just like, I wonder if a lot of
0: people, I mean, cause I didn't read that in the manual. I wonder if a lot of
3: people just didn't read that
0: in the manual. I didn't read really one manual either. like, no one's mentioning the manual in yeah. here either. So I wonder, yeah. like,
3: cause I thought I we would all come in here and be like, man, that landing thing was so tough. And you <laughs> yeah. guys are like, I landed every time. I, I also want to be like, yeah, I, pff, I didn't me read too. It in the
1: manual. I just kind of like <laughs> felt
3: <laughs> it. Out. Yeah, God, well, yeah that's right. Right. I thought it was
1: very, like, natural the way that you would to That's why I felt the opposite.
3: Cause I was like, it's giving me exact instructions on the screen down down or you know whatever slower right left slower slower and i'm just hitting all those inputs and then like get it keeping <laughs> you centered and it's like all right here's your little crash animation from far away <laughs>
2: i love that uh, i do have uh, a a a complaint about the game as a whole though and i would have just liked some kind of image at least on the uh the levels in which you're above ground maybe some sort of landmarks or features in the background instead of just a, a straight plane um or even when you're uh in the sky with clouds like maybe some some big clouds in the background i feel like that, that that could have been done with uh what they've been able to do with the rest of the game because it would have at least given it some sort of scale right but instead i think of,
3: if you have features in the background that hurts their i mean they their, can scroll left and
2: right a right. loop
3: right but i, I I guess that's true. Right? Yeah, I guess that would make sense. Because I feel like that hurts their, like, illusion of your sense of place. Yeah. If now you can see, like, oh, I'm their not Their illusion sure of this.
2: sense of place was that there, you were in no place.
0: Right, yeah. <laughs> right. And, I mean, like, it is cool, though, when, you know, like, when you're looking down and you start to see the ocean versus, like, yeah. the, the clouds, or when you start to, like, know, like, that you're getting close to land or something like that. Like, I think there's enough there. I wonder, you know, we were talking last week about performance issues and stuff like that. I wonder if they would have added too much if it wouldn't have been as smooth. Because it's a pretty smooth game. It is smooth, Never never got choppy ever. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably because they know what to limit in terms of enemies. Like, you you can't have it where... And and that's probably why you can't have it where, like, the enemies are placed in specific areas because they never let more than three enemies on the screen at a time. And I think that makes sense, though. Like, you... You wouldn't want like three coming this way and then three coming from the same opposite direction. And then that could also cause those and like they're not going to program AI like, yeah, that okay. smart. So then planes could their own planes could crash into each mm-hmm. other. So I, I definitely see all that. Also, while we're following up on all this stuff, I will say that Jameson Galanka on YouTube adds, When I was a kid, just like the rest of you, the landing was the hardest because we paid, a t- we paid it. He says. We paid it attention to the up, up, left, left, speed up, slow down. We never paid attention to the fact that it tells us the speed and altitude to be at just below the picture of the jet. There it is. Huh. And so I guess it is in there. Uh, I'm trying to watch it in that. video now. I didn't notice that. But that, that's, that was my major gripe. Is like I, you know, It's cool that it's in the manual, but I would have appreciated it on screen. But that's pretty cool if it actually is on there. I'm, I'm going to try and pull it up, but we can keep talking while I'm doing that. Okay. Here we go.
3: <laughs> <Great>. Here are words.
0: <laughs> I don't know if, like, people just got confused. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. But it does say, even, like, you know, where it shows you the orientation of your plane, you know, as it, yeah. it says, like, speed up, slow down. It says right below the picture of your jet, alt, 200, speed, 288. There is a separate thing, obviously, where your altitude and speed have always been in the left, yeah. you know, where it tells you your real altitude you're and speed. you're trying to match it, yeah. I don't know why I just I blatantly did, disregarded guys. that information, <laughs> but I just also feel fine that millions of others did it, too. Like, <laughs> I
2: think it's just tunnel vision. Like, it, it, it again, it presents itself as tense, you're feeling it as tense, and uh, you're not looking at it. Well,
0: I feel pretty good that I might be able to go home tonight and land one of these bad yeah. boys. Yeah, <laughs> just do that. That'll make me feel better. I hope, like, maybe I'll just DM some of these people on YouTube and be like, hey, did you know I had hundred and two 200 and 288, that'll they'll do everything. You hearing that, listeners? 200 on the altitude, 288 on the speed. Mwah. Just be listen fine. to this
3: podcast while you're playing it. This will give you better than on street straight screen. <laughs> up, not you- yeah. Oh, not while you're listening <laughs> yeah. to this. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's fine. Left. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> Sean, Sean's got that one specific player yeah, right, right now. now. <laughs> Everyone try it. Whoever gets it, write uh, right to us. All right, um, anything else on gameplay? I will add that uh, there's two endings for the game. That's kind of cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's, there's an ending for if you lose, oh, but, do, but, exactly. no, 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 but do okay. You know? oh, okay. Like, but performed okay throughout the game. So if the player loses but achieves a minimum score of 50,000 points, a still is shown of the player being presented the Top Gun plaque and uh, the same Top Gun plaque that was awarded to Iceman, it's just his code name, it's not the superhero, <laughs> in the film. So, like, that's kind of cool that you get, like, this certificate of, uh, of success. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, thanks for playing, try again. But if the player completes all four missions and successfully lands on the aircraft carrier, a scene is shown of the F-14 taxiing on the carrier and the player waving to the crew. huh. So I think that's cool. Yeah. I think it's, like, both, both endings are great. Yeah, I'd be for that.
1: What if you don't land on the aircraft carrier, but you still, but you beat the game? (laughs) There's a there's a funeral with full military (laughs) honors. It is weird that they (laughs) specify that,
0: right? Like, I think the only reason why they they specify successfully lands on the aircraft carrier is because technically the the mission. Is over, so you could have completed all four missions, but then just don't land. Yeah, landing not which morning. is a yeah. mission.
2: I guess it's like poetic that, like, yeah. oh, he saved yeah. the world from World War III and then he just he crashes sh- the yeah, world. the best man. damn pilot in the world. <laughs>
0: he stopped all those things from happening and then he crashed <laughs> he <was his> already <laughs> celebrating in the cockpit. We told with him some to gin. just go around again one more time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, and so we can go into the sequels and spinoffs now, and I got good news, guys, since it seems like we all pretty much like Top Top Gun or have things to like about it. We're going to do this whole thing again in uh, 1991, 1990. In January of 1990, we get Top Gun, the second mission, which I try, I'm not going to talk too much about here, but for what it's worth... I think that what I've seen of gameplay, even just in stills, it just looks like a plussed up version of this current Top Gun. So I'm hoping that they didn't add too much that screws it up, but did adjust like the variety in missions that I'm hoping for. So okay. I think that's going to be cool. And in Japan, it was released as Top Gun Dual Fighters, alluding to the fact that you can do... Multiplayer? Multiplayer dogfights too, oh. against each other. So I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Then came Top Gun Fire at Will, which was for released for the PC, PlayStation, and Mac OS. It was, um, it, it's the only film to, it's mm-hmm. the only title of any game or anything from Top Gun otherwise to have somebody from the movies in <laughs> it. But no, of course, it wouldn't be Tom Cruise. It's James Tolkien reprising his role as commanding officer. Um. He, was, he is called Stinger in the film, but is called Hondo in Fire at Will. So okay. he went through all the trouble to get the actor to reprise his role, but then refer to him as something different. <laughs> it's everybody's in favorite the game. character, too, right? Right, everybody's favorite character Hondo. <laughs> <laughs> the game's overall plot focuses on the player character Maverick going to combat in Cuba, North Korea, and Libya against a secret group of mercenary pilots called the Cadre.
2: Is there, like, a, a dating sim aspect to it, too?
0: I wish that there was, Sean, but unfortunately, neither Top Gun Fire will, or its next game, <laughs> Top Gun Hornet's Nest. See, that sounds like it could be. It's <laughs>
2: like the stakes <laughs> are much lower now. Right.
0: <laughs> you must go through neighborhoods. Like, someone's <laughs> yeah. house, is, they've called in, they there. A, a hornet's hornet nest. nest <laughs> <pilot>. <laughs> you thought the landing sequence was hard. Yeah. In the first game, imagine landing in the kitchen. Who? Yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. Who? <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> Top Top Gun Hornet's Nest was released for PC uh, in 1998, and instead of an F-14 Tomcat, players have the opportunity to also pilot the F-A-18C, and it was considered to be a complete washout and received bad reviews for its noticeably lackluster design and gameplay, of which I have seen nothing, so I'm not going to judge Top Gun Hornet's Nest, and I (laughs) hope that it is what we think it is. Maybe it's like Mr. Mosquito. Yeah. Sean Sean's a big fan of Mr. Mosquito. Maybe it's like that, where you're just you're the little hornet. F-14 hornet going through the neighborhood screwing shit up. Maybe it's like Donkey Kong 3. Maybe it's like Donkey Kong 3. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that that could, it could also be like that. You know what's not like Donkey Kong 3, though? Top Gun Firestorm, which came out in 2001 for the Game Boy Color. And the following year for the Game Boy Advance, you know, you always got to wait for those uh-huh. next gen versions right. of those games. They it's get to abreast, twice, yeah. It's an isometric flight action, um, isometric, isometric flight action game with missions to complete. Oh, so like top down
2: GBA, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, no, not top down.
2: It's isometric down, <laughs> like from the corner, from the corner, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like
1: from
0: the top.
2: The corner top of the sky. Right. Yeah,
1: top right. <laughs> the corner of the sky.
0: <laughs> top right of the sky. Right, left. 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 Slower. Slower. Not it's not like a first person kind of It's not of no. first person. Nope. Um, which would have been. I feel like that could have worked. If it worked first on the person, NES, it, do it on the Game Boy First bands. person isometric. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> first person isometric. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot like Peter Molyneux's black and white. <laughs> um, I don't know where but, we're going anymore. Yeah. Uh, then we have Top Gun Combat Zones, which was uh, released for the PlayStation 2 in 2001. And there's a whole big spiel on this, but it, basically, in 2004, it was also released for the Game Boy Advance three years later. Okay. <laughs> and uh, the game is composed of 36 missions spread over three eras. There it is. To this is gonna be your favorite game. It right? <laughs> better be my favorite game. <laughs> Intended to illustrate the history of the Top Gun Combat School and its near future. In each era, missions are located both at the Top Gun Academy in Miramar and in a live combat zone. Upon gaining access to each era, the Academy missions must be performed before moving to the combat zone itself.
2: Makes sense. Do you get to play uh, a a mission as the Wright brothers with like a gun?
0: <laughs> <laughs> they you just on rocks at each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you get to basically you do the Vietnam War uh and then the second one is during um the like Persian Gulf thing. In the 1990s. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, because it's not really a war, though, right? Even that, Operation like... Operation Desert Storm. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, it wasn't... But it wasn't, like, official, right? It was, like, I the mean, president no, decided... I mean, anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I, get, I get that too. However, the final era is in the Arctic Circle and depicts a future conflict based around disputed borders and a global fuel crisis. Oh my crisis. god,
2: this is actually the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like,
0: this, is, this takes place in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Oh. I'm saying that like, <laughs> it's happening sooner than we realize. Yes. Then Top Gun. Comes out <laughs> <laughs> the movie for, for the Nintendo DS, and uh, it was released in February twenty three
2: two thousand six. And that one had to draw your missiles, right? Yeah. The
0: game. Uh, in in <laughs> this game, out. it's a story driven <laughs> campaign featuring appearances by characters from the film, as well as a set of solo missions and a multiplayer mode that supports up to four players. The bottom screen is used as a map and weapons um, area, so that's cool. You know, it's like the the bottom screen of the DS is just your radar, and then the top screen is where you see everything. Then we have Top Gun. uh, (laughs) 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 How do you spell that? Yeah, like, it's weird, because it's like, it's, again, just Top Gun, but for PS2 instead of the the DS. I don't know anything that would be different about this game. Probably no bottom screen. Top Gun Guts and Glory... (laughs) Uh, which was uh, published by Konami. They must have still owned the (laughs) franchise at this point. It's released for the Game Boy on January 1993. How did we go backwards?
2: Game Boy. Top
0: Gun Guts and Glory pilot an F-14 Tomcat as they engage against Soviet Union forces. The game offers extra modes and jet fighters like other USAF series. (sighs) This is bizarre. Then there's iOS and mobile phone versions. You guys don't care. <laughs> Top Gun Hardlock was released in 2012 for the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. You take the role of a pilot named Lance Spider-Webb. Spider. Who graduated you're a pilot. from Top Gun under the auspices. you're uh, <laughs> just, just yeah. reading <laughs> yeah. the Wikipedia. The, yeah. the, the
2: rest of them probably aren't worth playing. These are
0: crazy. Well, that was the last one, actually. But <laughs> Top Gun The Card also, Game. <laughs> There's a canceled Top Gun game for um, the Nintendo 64, but that never came out. And that's. Oh, and in 1996, the Top Gun game was also in the works for the Panasonic M2. But was never released due to the systems canceling. (laughs) Alright, that's funny. Yep. So, just to run it all down for you it's Top Gun, Top Gun, Top Gun the second mission, Top Gun Fire at Will, Hornet's Nest Firestorm, Combat Zones, Top Gun, Top Gun, (laughs) Top Gun Guns in Glory. I feel like you're having a stroke. Top Gun, Top (laughs) Gun's hard to (laughs) love. Top Gun, the cancelled N64 game, and Top Gun, the cancelled Panasonic M2 game, which is the cancelled system. <laughs> One more time. for no. real though, like, did anybody expect that? Is that worse no than bad. Athena? Or I, I expected, expect
3: like, more, more, more sequels than usual, but I didn't expect that. Yeah. I, that, that's weird.
0: We didn't even get Goonies 3, but we get <laughs> Top Gun's,
3: like, billion
0: sequels. We didn't even get Goonies 1. We didn't <laughs> even get Goonies 2, the film. Right. Okay, Have let's do three. the essential games list. <laughs> Joseph, what are your essential games list thoughts?
3: This is a great game. I, I I enjoyed it, but like I think that my biggest issue against it is is the one I talked about earlier. Is that I mean I, I guess it's still it's still very fun to be shooting at these things, but once you realize that they're all just coming in like a, a pattern to an extent. And that they're appearing in a certain way. I think for me, I needed a little more game to it to make it essential. That said, definitely play it. I mean, it's it's a fun experience. I think I think it would get um, a little tired too quickly for my for my liking. Sean, I take
2: a little bit of an not not. I don't take issue with the fact that you don't think it's essential because I think that's expected, but. But I think you're hung up a lot on the uh,
3: the pseudo. I mean, that, 3D that's why I so. walked that back as soon as I said. it. I mean, you, you you don't that doesn't have to be what makes a game good. Yeah. But I think then without that, it breaks a little bit of my immersion. With once that immersion's broken, the parts that I'm finding fun get too repetitive. Once, not even that the immersion's broken, just once I realize that this is what the game's going to be the rest of the time. Okay. Like I like I was expecting at first. I can do more. I can do more. There can be more. You know. Than just these few patterns of the planes flying at me and stuff. That that's what I, more what I mean. I understand. Um, but yeah, I shouldn't say that like because I'm not doing this one thing <laughs> I was expecting me doing that makes yeah. the game worse. Not what I meant.
2: Well, I think that uh, this is this is a great game for the system. Uh, I think this is just a fun experience in general. It still really holds up. Like it it, it doesn't feel like a broken old game. Um, and. That that's actually selling it short. It's, I think that the experience is is it's tense, it's exciting, and it's unique so far to this system. And I know I'm going to. It's not going to make it on, but I, and I'm sure that I'm I'm definitely in the minority here. But I'm actually going to throw in a vote for the Essential Games list for this game.
0: Very cool, hmm. Sam. Um, Almost said Sean again. <laughs> I just figured maybe we'll another, oh, I'll another vote. Give him another vote. No, um,
1: Sam. So I really like this game. I think that it's definitely got a very unique feel to it and I think that the core mechanics of it are fun. I think it all works well. My biggest complaint is that the controls feel a little bit stiff. Uh, I would compare it to like on-rails shooters, like on-rails space shooters or something because it's not really like you don't get a free range of motion or anything. I would agree uh, with that, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so when I'm playing this game, I'm thinking, uh, I my head or, or my thoughts originally went to Star Fox 64, and how I feel like that's not like a, the exact same thing. Cause it's not like a simulator, and it's more of like a 3D shoot 'em up on rails. Um, but I, I don't know. I feel like this game is lacking that like one thing to put it on the list. But because there's you can get the experience, this experience through other means, I think. And even though it's really cool and things like landing are really intense, um, I, I don't know. I think it's just it's one like just one element off from being essential. But it's a it was very close for me. Uh, so it's a no, but it's definitely a play. I think it's still one of my favorite games that I played on the system. Or at least one of the tightest ones.
0: Very good. All right. And for my thoughts, I think, like, one, this is a really rare episode of Nostalgia where you don't exactly know the essential games list votes going into it. I think a lot of times we beat up a game early on. And I feel like this episode was different. Like, we all really enjoyed how this game handled playing. I would even argue that in some of the things it doesn't let you do, it's similar to, like, you know how we talked about in Punch-Out, like, the game's better because of what it doesn't let you control? I think I think that's a case here. I think there's a case for that. One thing that I don't think we talked enough about in the episode, but that I struggled with, was that as the game goes on, it gets incredibly hard to the point where, like, enemies are firing, like, three missiles at a time, and it's like, look, like I have no problem dodging one, because that's, like, you know, that's just, like, keep elevating yourself, you know, like, shoot keep moving up. But to get around like three of them at a time, it's a pretty tough game. And I don't think that like being tough keeps it off my list. I think what what keeps it off my list was the point I think I was trying to make earlier that I'm going to try to sum up better now is that there's, there's one, there's one mission in this game. And that, that's what you do in this game. I would have just liked to see a variety of mission objectives and goals in line with like, some of the some of the stronger games that we've had on the system. I don't think that because it only does the same mission style, that it's not a good game. I think it's a great game. I think it's going to hold off on my essential games list, vote for this, because what would make this a great game that I would recommend to people still today is something like that. Seeing NES games in this style, like this pseudo 3D thing, they just don't translate well enough for me to like recommend playing today. But one thing Sean said that I think is really true is this is one of the best games on the console to date. And I think that definitely, like for me, goes without saying. I think mm-hmm. Konami is is killing it, and this is just another example of a, of a way to to offer something that nothing else on the console has offered yet. The only thing we could even say that it came close to was kind of like Star Voyager, but Star Voyager was garbage. <laughs> I, you know, like that was just a really like almost like a tech demo.
2: Yeah, yeah. This
0: is this is a this is a full video game, and I think that if it was 1987. And you're big on Top Gun, and you get this game. This game offers exactly what it's selling to you. I think the problem is that we're in 2019 and not 1987, and that's mm-hmm. why I'm not putting it on the essential games list because it's not doing enough now. Yeah, similar to I, I, I totally agree. I would almost say like my feelings about this one. It's tough because I feel like it's it's like Metroid. You know, Metroid would have blown somebody's mind in 1987. Knowing what we have now, I don't think that Metroid is is like still worth playing through because it's, it's such a leap back from all the other great Metroid games, let alone all the other great games that have been inspired by Metroid. I think that it'd be really tough for any first person style game to be on my essential games. Let's vote for the NES, because there's a lot of like, I still have a lot of problems with modern first person games. I think it nailed the, the dog fighting. I think it got a little too difficult The landing sequence thing, I'll admit, my bad. I think that's pretty cool (laughs) that there there is a way to do that, and I'm actually, like, I'm down for that. I was mostly joking about the, uh, the tension of the landing sequence. I just would have liked to have seen that same tensions applied to the game because I think, like... A missile being, locked onto. The that missile being locked onto me did not feel nearly as stressful as landing and I just feel like what is more stressful than three missiles being targeted <laughs> onto you and I'll guarantee you, I'm dying on them. There's no way to get extra lives in the game so the three lives you have is that's it. So okay. good luck, you know? Uh, that said, I think it's a great game. I think we're all in the opinion that you should at least try it out and make your own opinion on it because I think some people are going to love it. Some people are going to hate it and for those of us that played it not me, but for those of you that played it 20 years ago, if you didn't know about that landing thing, maybe go back and check it because you <laughs> might have some hidden skills in the dogfighting thing from playing it so many times. That you might nail this landing thing and just progress <laughs> yeah. right through the game. And like I said, I think this one definitely like is
3: one of the ones that teeters more on the edge than a lot of our like a lot of our games. A lot of times you can tell we're gonna vote in the uh, first impressions. We're, yeah. We just give our mm-hmm. essential game. Right, vote. right. Um, but yeah, and I you know I also just wanted to say too that I think Sam said it really well as far as um, the way I feel is like something just something missing. Like that, like yeah. like I wanted something just a little more to this game. Mm-hmm. But um, but it, but it is a close one.
0: All right, and that is all the time we have for this episode of Nostalgia. I hope to join us again next Friday. Uh, in the meantime, if you want more nostalgia, you can go to www.nostalgiacast.com. Got all sorts of uh, fun things on the website, including every other episode we've recorded. And there's a little contact thing over there. You can contact us just like uh, we had our um, guy earlier. Yeah, like mail. Yeah, it's like well, my, it's like male. Yeah, beefcake barber, beefcake. Oh yeah, beefcake yeah. barber. Beefcake barber. You you decide. I don't want <laughs> yeah, a doctor You, you see decide, right? So <laughs> uh, does, does he cut the hair of, of beefcakes beefcake? Or, or is, he, is a beefcake he a beefcake that beefcake cuts hair? maybe yeah. His last name is barber. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't think mm-hmm. about that. Maybe his last name is doctor. <laughs> Barber beefcake dark, um, yeah. But he contacted us, so you should, right? I'd love to hear your thoughts. You tell me if you were able to land that plane when you were eight. I bet you didn't. But I also bet you didn't just look below the jet like the rest of us did, because that's confusing. I I feel like that's a Berenstain Bears thing, guys. Like, what is that about? <laughs> it was there. Um, it was there. And and you know, while you're at it, we're on Twitter at NostalgiaCast. We're on Gmail. Nostalgic as no one says that, right? I'm on Gmail. Yeah, you know I'm on 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 Gmail. Get me, catch me get know, catch me, slide into my Gmail. <laughs> well, so like
2: we're, we're around. If you if you see us on the street, yeah. If you right. if you, if you if hear you, our like, voice, yeah. If you hear <laughs> our voices talking on the
0: street, don't be afraid to come up to me and be like, "Hey, you're Joe from Nostalgia." And I'll be like, "No, I just sound like Joe. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mike from Nostalgia." Yeah, if you think that Mike and
3: I sound alike, please write in. If you think that Joe and I sound alike, please write in. I agree because, because, <laughs> because we're I told said it that a lot, and I and I get alarmed because I'm like, "Well, we do a podcast together, so hopefully people know who's talking." I don't think anybody who's sane thinks that. <laughs> right, that's true. Yep. people think. This is this is I'm, post I, show material. You, you yeah. were on a you were on a, a I was on rant. a
0: sales pitch. Um, <laughs> if anybody would like to buy shares in nostalgia, um, we're selling all the time, anytime. You we're could selling one. We're selling the company. One hundred percent of
2: the company. Uh, is my job at stake?
0: No, no. You'll still work for them. Well, they you don't. know You work that. for them right now. They don't own me yet. No, but they they listen to you. So in some ways, you work for them. All right. <clears throat> All right. That's depressing, but <laughs> so is capitalism. We'll be back. See you later. Bye.